I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit penfed.org slash powercash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the So Help Me God podcast. I'm your host, Kashaw Milligan, and I'm excited to bring you another episode, which I am calling Keys to Your Resignation, which really takes me back to my roots, honestly, because Keys to Your Resignation is a mini self-help book that I wrote, I want to say, three months after resigning from my nine to five. I was like, you know what? I have all this creative um, frustration, all this energy. I just feel this big release. I'm like, yes, keys to your resignation when who you are doesn't match what you do. And 110%, I thought that this was going to be a guide for people transitioning from corporate America into the world of entrepreneurship. And let me just say, ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong about that. The guide does give, you know, tips about what it's like, you know, breaking into, you know, building your own brand or building your own business and just certain things that you need to look for and just guidelines to follow. However, it really goes back to resigning from anything that's hindering you from fully accepting God's purpose and will for your life. I want to say recently I had a conversation and It was me talking to one of my spiritual sisters and asking her a question. And the question that I posed was, you know, the line that many are called, but few are chosen. And every time someone hears that message, they automatically think, I mean, I'm the chosen one, right? So I said, well, how do you know that you're the chosen one? And if you are, what happened to the other people who are not chosen? And she said something profound to me. She said, well, when I read it, I don't think about it from the aspect as to where God is choosing me. I look at it to where I chose him. Because when you think about your calling, your calling is an invitation. Your invitation to walk with God, to live your life according to his purpose. And when you accept your call, you are choosing God and that actually makes you chosen. I was like, wow, talk about a game changer, completely changed my view. And the reason why I completely changed my view is because it goes back to making a choice, deciding to live your life according to God's purpose or choosing to still, you know, wally doodle around. I don't know if that's really a word, but we're just going to go with it today. Okay. Um, Wally doodle around and figure it out and, you know, stay stuck or in a holding place, whatever you look at and just going through the mundane day-to-day operations of trying to do what a lot of people do. You know, you go to work, you pay your bills, you take care of your family and all of that. 
makes total sense. But what about that thing that God has put you on this earth to do? And maybe that is going to work and taking care of your family. Definitely think that's part of it. But I ask people that are all about building the kingdom and doing stuff for the kingdom, what are you doing that's for the kingdom? And maybe that is invested in your kids. But it doesn't mean that there aren't certain things that you may need to resign from. And I say that because it may not be your nine to five. Everybody isn't meant to be an entrepreneur. Let me say that one more time. Everyone isn't meant to be an entrepreneur, especially if you struggle with things like discipline, follow through, time management, um, money management. These are all key indicators in the way that a lot of self-made businesses flow and function. But it doesn't mean that you don't have a God-given gift that shouldn't be attached to a vision and may not 110% be your vision, but there's something out there. So if you're not resigning from your nine to five, you may feel like that these keys don't apply to you. But I beg to differ because I recognize that I just wasn't resigning from my corporate job. I also was resigning from a lifestyle that I had created to reach my own pillar of success of what I saw that to be, which at a point it didn't have anything to do with, am I really doing this for God? Or am I doing this for Kashan and the testimony and the legacy that she wants to leave? Do I wanna shine my light and not allow God's light to shine through me? So I resigned from other things like fear, unhealthy habits, limitations, unproductive thinking, that's a big one, that's so huge, insecurities, Revolving doors, the continuous unhealthy cycles, which could be relationships or just locations, places that you frequent. And then, of course, financial stagnation for my millennials. I think that there are a variety of different things that you potentially could be resigning from or need to resign from. And I just want to be able to provide you not only some keys, but just a little bit of a blueprint and some necessary inspiration just so that you could be well on your way. Right. So when I think about what you want to do when you're resigning from something, I think that you really want to sit back and reexamine your values. What matters to you? What do you believe in? And then I think that you want to restructure your process. And when we think about process for a lot of people, I would just call that a routine. What are your daily, weekly, monthly routines, right? How is it laid out? What does it prioritize? Does your routine prioritize what you value? And then we go to resolve any areas of confusion and chaos. This is a huge one. A lot of times we try to leave something or someone thinking that that is the ultimate resolution to our confusion and chaos. And sometimes it has nothing to do with a person or a place, but it has everything to do with maybe something that we've been battling for a very, very long time that we've chosen not to deal with. So I would really sit back and think about what is that thing for you? And then I think that you want to sit back and you want to rethink your intentions as you proceed forward. 
What are your intentions in building networks and connections? What are your intentions in launching a platform or a brand? What are your intentions to move into a new city? Is it to run from the old one? Is it to cure your boredom? Because a lot of times people end up going to new cities and being and feeling just as alone or struggling with, I still don't know what I'm supposed to do all in a new city, right? And then I think reestablishing some type of protocol, right? What is the mandate? What are, what are things that you kind of like live by? Ask yourself a question. Does who you are match what you do? Is your DNA over all of your stuff? Do people look at you when you come into the room, when you open your mouth or whatever you add to the atmosphere, the environment and say, I know what they stand for. I know what they believe in. And what mark are you leaving in these rooms? These are all things that I encourage people to really think about. The next thing that I think that is really, really important is that you really want to sit back and ask yourself, how are you strategizing your success? You know, for certain people, success is money. For certain people, success is peace. For certain people, success is family. For certain people, success is properties. Hello, real estate. How are you looking at strategizing your success? How are you prioritizing your peace? Let me tell you, I think that my peace is more important than any other thing at the moment. And I don't know if it's just me getting into my mid-30s to where I'm just like, woo-sah, okay? If it bothers my soul and my spirit, we just can't do it. And then pursuing your purpose. And when we say pursuing your purpose, I think that it goes back to pursuing God's will for your life. And resigning from anything that contradicts that. Making sure that that is the number one priority goal. For me, depending on the season, I resign from a variety of things. Um, and I will say in this last year, some of the biggest things that I resigned from was insecurities, you know, and I think that my biggest insecurities came from me just feeling that I was a burden and not a blessing. Mm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that, right? To where sometimes you've been looking at yourself as such a weight And you're not the weight, but what you've been carrying is heavy. And when I thought of myself as a burden, it wasn't even me. It were the things that I thought that was attached to me that I would consider a burden. So if it was a burden to me, it had to be a burden to other people. So I was perplexed because in one moment I'm calling myself a blessing and I'm feeling that when I enter these rooms that I'm blessing people. And then in other hands, I feel as though like, wow, like it must be really tough to be around me. It must be really hard to be my friend. It must be really hard to be, you know, in a relationship with me. It must be really hard to be my grandfather or grandmother. Like, these are the things and the thoughts that came in my head. I had to resign from those because they were not true. And sometimes when you have those types of thoughts, it 
disables you from really, really committing to what your calling is and accepting that invitation. And this is a time, and I'm not just saying this to be saying it because everybody says now is the time, now is the time, but hear me clearly. Now is the time more than ever to accept the invitation of your calling. Now is the time to ask yourself the question, does who you are match what you do? And I want to be clear that that has nothing to do with focusing on doing more than being, because some people get tripped up there too. They think, well, if I do all these things, that means I am all these things. And that's not the case either sometimes. It's great to do nice things, but if you're doing nice things, but you still are a negative Nancy or a pessimistic Paul, then um, ma'am and sir, we just got to do some work. We need you to resign from those habits effective immediately. So I want you to think about when you're resigning and I want you to think about what you're resigning from. And I want you to think about what it would require for you to fully accept God's will and purpose over your life. And if you're anything like me, you're either listening to this in a car, which means that you're going to go back and write it down, or you're currently writing it down right now. And there are three things that I want you to consider this week before or, or before you accept a new position or a new platform. Or a new relationship. First question. Is God's hand over it? I think that's really important. Because a lot of people look to. Want to launch new things. And they're in a place of struggling. Maybe financially or emotionally. And the one thing that I will say. Is before I made any major decision. um, When it was something that. It was a God thing. God provided for me. He provided a way. And it wasn't a force, it was a flow, just effortlessly asking yourself, is God's hand on it? Because if God's hand isn't over what it is that you're doing, and it doesn't mean that his hand won't be on it later, and it doesn't mean that his hand wasn't on it when you first thought about it, but it's all about being in the rhythm and the flow of God. Surrendering yourself to his timing, submitting to serving his purpose. So that is a question that you need to ask. The second question is that I would say, do you have any areas of unbelief that will hinder you from moving forward? And the reason why I say unbelief is because I tell people all the time that It wasn't just my skills or friends or family that got me here. My faith got me here. My faith believing that not only that Jesus died for my sins, but this is the best way to be able to navigate through life is by being in a covenant with God. There is no other option for me. So that means if he's calling me to an area, he's calling me to win there. If he's calling me to a job, it's because I have authority and power there. If he's calling me into a place where maybe I'm uncomfortable, it's because I'm supposed to grow there. 
But that's because my belief is unwavering of who God is to me. And because I recognize who he is to me, it also lets me know that he is for me. And if he's for me, who can stand against me? I can resign from any other thing and be totally fine with just me and God alone because he is the ultimate source, the ultimate friend, best listening partner I've ever had. Let me just tell you. But when your unbelief is blocking you from being able to move forward and to really receive what's next, after you've left something old but don't have the faith for something new, that's when doubt and second guessing and other options come into play and you start trying to create your own way. Your belief has to be in God, in God alone, period. And my last question to you is, does your lifestyle match what you're believing to accomplish in this next season? This is big. I get a lot of people that said that they received a word about something specific. They know they were supposed to be in that city. And they're believing that God is going to do X, Y, and Z. However, they don't have any habits and relations to allowing God to move. They haven't stepped out of their comfort zone, none whatsoever. They have issues building relationships and maintaining any type of employment. And yet they say, but I know I'm supposed to be here because God sent me there. That may be true, but God may also sent you there to work because maybe what he wants to give you is in someone else that's at a job that you still aren't applying for or in a community that you are afraid to enter into or in a person that you have prejudged and aren't willing to give a chance because they don't look like, sound like, or talk like something that you're used to. So, You have to ask yourself the question, have you made room for God to give you what you're asking for? Sometimes we have to resign from that thinking and those thought patterns that hinder us from being able to make room for God to move mightily in our life. And now is the time, family, to resign from any and all things hindering us. I'm super excited about this. So ask yourself those three questions. And then I want you to come back to the table and then ask God to bring you strategy. But before you strategize next, you have to make sure that you've dealt with Everything you are supposed to deal with on the current level that you're on. Make sure that nothing is lingering and that every door that needs to be closed is closed and that you have perfect peace about moving forward into this next place, into this next position. Because that is going to be the thing that sustains you when it gets a bit tricky, when it gets tough, and when other people don't understand your movements. Because everybody's not going to understand the resignation, especially if you have to resign from people. you literally sending them notices. Sometimes it goes something like this. Hey, guys, um, I'm working on something. My schedule is going to be super crazy over the next couple of months. 
in transition, that is, or not in transition, but in translation, that means, yeah, and what I'm working on right now, I haven't gotten the clearance that I needed to bring you in to share it or that it's even beneficial to you to be a part of it. Because sometimes it's not about leaving other people out because they're going to impact or affect what you have going on negatively. But sometimes you got to cut people off so that they have enough time to focus on themselves. Loving them enough to release them and resign from that community because you've been a distraction to them. Maybe they're not a distraction to you. Maybe you're able to deal and still be able to get your to-do list done. However, they have not mastered that level of organization and discipline yet. So when you're submitting to the call, sometimes it's also submitting to not always have perfect understanding, but it's submitting to the fact of trusting that God knows best. His plan, his purpose, his will, his assignments, all of that we trust that he knows best. I'm super excited for this family. I'm super excited to be able to bring you this type of content, especially like rolling into, you know, 2020, which is such a huge year for so many people. I just really feel that it's just we're just in the middle of a really major move and a shift. And I'm talking about a shift in one of the biggest ways that we've ever seen, especially as far as like believers in the church just growing mightily. And I'm just super excited just to witness God's hand, not only just on my life, but on people's life around me. I've just been seeing businesses pop up. I've been seeing visions come to life, things that have been spoken five years ago, recently just coming to, into fruition and full on manifestation because of the season that we're in. The time is now. It's necessary. Let's get it. Let's go. Mm. I'm excited. So again, definitely, definitely, as always, it's a pleasure just being able to bring you this information. But then also, it just feels good to be able to connect with you all. I definitely want you to make sure that you're following me on all major platforms at Case Keys on Instagram and on Facebook. And also, if you want to download and order your own copy of Keys to Your Resignation, it is available at Amazon.com. As always, I am not going to leave you without giving you a prayer to send you off on your way going into a new week or maybe into one of my other episodes that are up. I pray every opposing thought leave your atmosphere immediately. Anything attempting to jeopardize the peace and the purpose of God, exit your space ASAP. May your vision be restored, your mind be renewed, and your heart be cleansed of anything less than the best version of you. Amen, amen, amen. Until next time, so help me God. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. 
tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.